Welcome to Breaking Dads. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. Today we're going to serve you up something pleasant. I'm not going to eat that. Hello, Jeff. Hey, Jammy Jams. Were you a picky eater? Me? Um, I don't think I was as a kid. I don't think I was. Yeah. I think that's what everybody says. Yeah. My my parents, uh, being, you know, raising kids in the 80s and 90s, hmm. um, I think bland food was sort of the thing, right? Hmm. You know, like if you think of 80s cuisine. Like McDonald's? Not like, it was not we went fast food all the time, but yeah, like fried food hmm. or or convenience food. Right. You know, which tends to be on the blander side and of the scale. Especially if international cuisine was not a thing in the 80s and frozen food was mm-hmm. barely developed as a technology it seemed like no frozen, I mean, food, frozen forever, food, food exploded right yeah. so it became a lot of it's true food. yeah and both my parents worked right mm-hmm. so there was a lot of convenience food um made so you didn't have to be too picky about it because there was not a lot put in front of you that would have been objectionable no then. but i feel like i might have been pretty good my parents might tell a different story to be like oh my god he wouldn't eat anything yeah. what about you did you uh, yeah, I, I was, uh, squishy foods, squishy foods. That's squishy a weird, foods. what defines the squishiness okay, of a food? Uh, a fresh tomato. Yeah. Won't eat them too much. Eh? Too much. Uh, still don't like them. Um, yet I'll eat any tomato based product you put in front of me. Right. Like I so love, so it's not the flavor. I could drink ketchup. Yeah. yeah no, literally the texture, literally the texture. Yeah. I'll drink tomato juice. I'll, I like mm-hmm. everything about tomatoes is great except tomatoes. Um, also I didn't like mushrooms or onions, right? Um, but now I, I love onions and mushrooms yep. and I'll now eat most things except squishy foods like reduced eggplant. Um, uh, like if you barbecue it or puree it, like an, okay, wait, uh, puree is not squishy because it, no, it changes, it, change, it changes it totally the change. Like if you, there's an Indian dish uh, called bang and barta, I mispronounced that, but it's like basically it's eggplant, but you go to one place and it'll be like pureed mm-hmm. delicious. Go to another place. It'll have like big chunks and stuff i'm like no, no. not so much it's huh. just it's a textural thing huh um and i don't does, really have a sweet tooth does that place you on the uh, autism spectrum <laughs> there I, my wife would agree with you yeah there's no way jeff that and a few other factors yeah, there's nothing nothing uh uh yeah I like really bitter and spicy food so you like so like super spicy you're yeah. like yes turn yeah, it up yeah bitter horribly bitter mm-hmm. like 90 percent chocolate and Oh, I like see. Espresso. Now, see, today, mm. even now, I bitter. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't do excessively bitter. Uh-huh. But I don't do sweet. Yeah, I don't like. I, I've definitely lost my sweet tooth. I used to. Like when I was a kid, I was one of the kids that would. You know, mm. we talked about in, our, in yeah. our cereal episode. You know, you get the Rice Krispies, and then it's a layer of yeah. sugar, so you can't no, even when I was see a kid, the cereal. I would totally, yeah, yeah. And I see my kids now and the things they eat, and it's like oh. I wouldn't even like get that within thirty feet of me. Well, and there, yeah, and we'll get to it. And there's a reason for it, yes. which is crazy. Yeah, you. I think we as parents tend to forget it. Like, mm-hmm. like as it stands now, how about your kids? Are they picky eaters at this point? The, my kids, I. They're pretty good. There's uh, my oldest will not eat mushrooms hmm. and will not eat um, onions. So much like you, just yeah. just won't like. They're they a weird part of your uh, taste buds. They hit for sure. It's yeah, kind of earthy. Yeah, they're different. They're different parts too. Um, but there's a lot of eating. If I make a pasta with those in it, there's a lot of eating around it. Hmm. So that he's like, "Am I done?" And I look in the bowl and like, "Okay, it's all of the mushrooms and onions are left." Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, that's where we're at too. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son loves mushrooms, but yeah, hates onions. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll sometimes just not put them in a dish just yep. to avoid the amount of picking. Yes, that happens. It's a scavenging mission. Yeah. 
my middle child has gone out of his way to make sure he's not picky, I think. But he's a people pleaser. Huh. So I think they're, I don't know. I think he eats things he doesn't like hmm. um, just so that he, nobody's upset. He's like a, yeah, or is he trying to spite everybody? Like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I got this. Maybe, yeah. Or just, you know, you know, a belief that I'll like this one day. Is a, he, a positive personality. A positive. And the youngest one is probably hiding, like he's just pouring the food down his pants. He like all of my kids eat like no way too much. To like I'm, I'm worried about how much my kids eat. None of them are even close. Like they're all skinny, huh, right. right? Yeah. Um, but they your they, kids are tall though. They're tall and they put away the food. Yeah. Like my grocery bill is just it's disgusting right now. I yeah. keep looking at it going like what am I? They're how, not teenagers. No. I'm worried. I'm worried about your, that. your oldest eats like a teenager. Yeah. Um, my youngest is not picky in that he'll eat the foods. But he's picky in that he wants very specific things, hmm. right? So, like, we have breakfast. My wife's been making this this chia seed pudding with almond milk and chia seeds. Hmm. And they've been eating that for breakfast. But, you know, sometimes it runs out before Friday. Right. Uh, we just run out of chia seeds or we run out of almond milk. Yeah. Uh, and then he's very upset that his breakfast is not the same thing as wow. it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. So yeah. very specific. And then tears. Yeah. Yeah, we eat uh, like uh, oatmeal in the morning. Mm-hmm. That I usually make oatmeal, yep. and if I don't, if we're running late, I'm like, nope, sorry, buddy. And then yeah, it's not. There's no pleasure there. It's, it's like it's you just, said. It's like you said. Grandma died. Yeah, yeah. It's just horrible. They don't like it. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's and like you're saying about the idea of you know as we mm-hmm. age, it changes, and in you know attempting to research this one a little bit i'm not going to get into any specifics because i there's a lot of mix of pseudoscience with the science and a lot of not cited sources like you go in you know you'd be reading a a reputable newspaper and you just be like well what where'd you get this number Mm -hmm. yeah i think a hat they had a big hat internet yeah uh so we have a lot of taste buds that's Mm -hmm. that's a fact apparently there's i don't know there's all kinds of numbers out there but some have more some have less there's a lot yeah we'll use words like that Um, we, we can agree that we all have taste buds as a thing, just in general, unless some genetic, you don't have them. Yeah. Terrible life. Um, but yeah, as we get older, I guess the, the main thing is that they seem to both, um, decrease in numbers dramatically Mm -hmm. as well as, uh, that changes, I guess, the way we perceive things. And overall, there's just changes in the way people perceive. I, I don't know if it's related to the quantity of taste buds or what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the kids don't like something, there's a good chance it's just too bitter or intense for them. Yep. And intense in a way that we as adults forget. Mm-hmm. Like when you're a kid, when you didn't like something, you remember how like there's things oh, I remember yeah. not liking. And I could almost pull it from memory, like the intensity of that feeling. Mm-hmm. And as an adult, you kind of forget, oh, wait, like when they're making a face over the onions it's like they literally want to vomit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like my daughter gets that way with some stuff. She's just like, I like, she'll try to swallow it. And she's like, it wants to come back up and she's not being, you know, ridiculous dramatic no, or anything. No, no it's she's just, just like physically, this will not yeah. swallow down my throat. I yeah. can't do this. And it's like, okay, that's cool. Stop. Yes. <laughs> that's cause like, yeah, I, you, you could push them, but that's not going to do you any mm-hmm. good. That's mm-hmm. just a lifelong picky eater. Yeah, Exactly and it might be something that's like a fleeting thing. Mm -hmm. Like you're, as we were getting, you know, when we're young, we're picky with some things. As we grow up, we kind of grow out to a certain extent out of a lot of those things. So, you know, 
I, you see some people want to make it a kid, part of their kid's personality. Like, right. you know, Johnny doesn't like carrots. Mm-hmm. And so we just never cook carrots for Johnny. And yeah. That's not a and good then idea. It's a problem because, uh, um, I know, I know a grown up hmm. who's older than me, uh, and the list of vegetables that they can eat. Oh no. Is you could list it on one hand. Wow. Right. Um, and so you can imagine what, what, how much fun this person is to go to restaurants. The list is longer than their uh, list of scurvy medications. Yeah. It's. It's insane. And they, they eat healthy, right? They take vitamins, but there's just certain vegetables. Now, part of this is they grew up on a farm oh. and they had to tend to the vegetable field. So I think wow. anything that they grew. Everything is bitter. Yeah. And, and then not. a lot of, there was a lot of punishment based on extra chores around the vegetables. Yeah. So I think that there's, uh, it's not the taste of them so no. much as the, uh, the, the emotional impact. Exactly. Yes. Emotionally bitter, not uh, taste yes. bitter. But oh, I hate going to restaurants with this guy because it's always like, I need to substitute this. Don't wow. give me that. Is this all you have? And gets all upset. And the waiter's like, but everybody likes beets. Who doesn't like beets? Well, of course our French fries are made out of potatoes. So yes. this, what else are we going to... It's always mm-hmm. hard with all of these things to put ourselves back into yeah. children's shoes to think, okay, this is annoying. However, mm-hmm. the intensity, this is like, there's fireworks going on in their mouth mm-hmm. right now. It's just 4th of July. I think dinner the, is setting it off. The easiest way we can relate to that is you you pick that one song from school that always affects you emotionally, mm. right? That instantly affects you emotionally. And then uh, you can listen to music all day, every day for the rest of your life. You're never going to feel the music as intensely as you did then. What is and, that thing they say about your early 20s? Usually you your musical imprint is set. Mm-hmm. If you, you, you If you look at most people, it's why those stations, like, you know, yeah, pop stations uh, only play in the 60s and 70s, yeah. only play in the 80s and 90s. Like those things are around because people get very attached, attached to that era. And that's yeah. it. And they yeah. stop growing as a person and stop trying Music- musically. Things. Musically. <laughs> yes. Probably in most ways. Emotionally, intellectually. Yeah. People, yeah, it's weird. We we have, and food is just another good so example that's of that. It's that same thing. So yeah. the intensity that you feel that music with yeah. is how they're feeling the idea of putting an onion in their mouth right now. Yeah, it's true. And it also might change as you get older. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, as you become an old person, they say, uh, I think old people have this, the internet says that old people like sweet things a lot more on average because I, I don't know if it's because they have less taste buds left, mm-hmm. like three or four of them, that they just were like, give me all the sugar in, in my head. And so that's where there's entire ad campaign. Yeah, exactly. Is, hey, you're old. <laughs> have a jar of this around. Is that? Have a jar of this substance that is sweeter than anything on the sweetness scale. Yeah, it's it's interesting. So like we we assume our taste buds are static almost mm-hmm. as adults. Like, well, I've always eaten this yep. way. It's like, no, you didn't and you won't. Mm-hmm. And it's all transition. And we have this impossibility of uh, looking outside of our own little weird frame of reference almost. It's like, well, kids, well, kids are like, just like me. When it comes to things like sensory input, right? Because humans are very good at convincing themselves that their sensory input provides them factual information all yeah, of the exactly. time. Yes. Yeah. And yet, <laughs> lies all lies. And yet science has shown over and over and yeah. over and over again that that's not the case. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the other one is that it also might be difference between boys and girls because of mm-hmm. hormones. Mm-hmm. So as the kids are going through uh, puberty, boys and girls' taste buds are yep. going to be, the, the way they're tasting food is different. Yep. And so even right down to that, there's changes. Yep. So it's like yep. at every point in our life. And, and anyone who's changing. ever lived with a pregnant woman, like there, there, there's things my wife will not eat. The now. thing my wife won't eat, yeah, because she was pregnant. They'd and that was it, it, ruined it. Yeah. Just, she's like, my wife's like, I can't stand the smell of chicken cooking. 
Wow. Is that like just, I'll, I like chicken. Hmm. Just the smell of it cooking. It's a very specific smell. Yes. <laughs> is, yeah, much like you. Is yeah, something that's true. just not going to be around. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in, and that's, you know, you think of the temporary changes, like the idea of pickles and ice cream and all the things media makes fun of right. with pregnant women. There's a reason your hormones are all over the map. Yeah, absolutely. Taste buds are wonky mm-hmm. or, or right. Because whatever the, that's the other thing. Yeah. What is right? What is wonky? What is, yeah. it's just situational. And we have to, it's that whole, that issue of diversity of all things that people are learning to cope with now. It's mm-hmm. like, wait a second. No, there's not one way of tasting. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? You don't like black coffee? What's wrong with you? Like it is, you know what I mean? It's very weird. I believe, I believe you said that to me at one point though, didn't you? Did you literally say those words to me? It's quite possible. Yes. Hey, idiot. You're drinking that wrong, I think is what you said. I'm going to splash this scalding yeah. liquid in your face if you don't consume it now. Oh, yeah. Do it right. Do it right, dude. It got us thinking about the strategies mm-hmm. that we had or that we do employ for yeah. dealing with the, the pickiness in our house. So do you have any, is there any that you are well, my, particularly my fond of? Well, my first big bit of advice uh, that my wife and I agreed on before we even had kids mm-hmm. is, because uh, we'd see you know other parents, don't make separate meals. Right. Don't, don't, you know what? If they don't like what you cooked, they don't have to eat it. They're yeah. not going to starve to death, right? They're not going to go on a hunger strike that prevents them from ever eating again. And then you'd be like, huh, well, I guess they called our yeah. <laughs> Wow. This is what prison looks like. This is weird. Yeah. But, but what prison really looks like is a situation where you have three kids and a husband and you're exactly. making five different meals. Oh. Like I, there's people that do that it's every a, day. It's a special and I, kind of hell. No, I just so you start how you want to go. Yeah. Right. The best parent advice always start how you want to go cook one meal and let them know if they don't want to eat it. That's fine. It's yeah. not, you're not going to no. force them now. You know, go, go play with their friend hunger for a while. You know, yeah. find the parts of it you like. <laughs> That's the way it is. I, I think another one we, uh, forget is dislike and disgust mm-hmm. are, are different things and they are subject to change. Yeah. Um, just cause you know, the kid doesn't like something, uh, it doesn't mean it's like a permanent mm-hmm. fixture. It's not like, you know, it's horse plop in front of yeah. them or something. It's like, no, they just have, they're like, eh, I don't really care for that right yeah, now. Yeah, like you say, your daughter cannot take onion at all right now. Mm. You don't live in a world where you believe she's never going to eat onion. Right. No, yeah. no, exactly. Whatever they don't like now. Yeah. And we just, we keep putting a little bit of it on their mm-hmm. plate as well. Like I know they, they don't like all the stuff I put on there, but they both slowly took up the challenge of certain foods as mm-hmm. we kind of kept, I put like, I'll make like, you know, garlic kale or something that right. has a quite a bitter taste to it. And you put a little bit on there and now they both like it. Yep. And I think there was almost a bit of a challenge factor. Like the one mm-hmm. kid saw the other kid eating it was like, you oh, know, I'm going to try this or you can, you can almost goad them into it, like yep. making it a bit of a challenge and not giving up. I mean, there's some stuff I put on there that still ends up not. Yep. Onions aren't exempt. They're they're almost exempt because they're such a misery. They make yeah. dinner so horrible because they get into every part of it, and yes. it's impossible to pick out. If it's just like broccoli, that that's fine to put that on the side. Yeah. I think, but like, yeah, I'm not going to smother it in something they hate. Oh, but I really the one thing none of my kids like, and that's asparagus, hmm. which is unfortunate because my wife and I love asparagus. But it's fortunate because living in the land of winter up here, mm-hmm. asparagus can get quite expensive. It can. Oh, my goodness. So it's actually kind of nice when we, like, put the one piece of asparagus and they wolf it down painfully. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm actually a little afraid of the future when they're like, no, no, more asparagus, more asparagus. <laughs> I'm going to have a bunch for myself. Yeah, because my wife and I are like, ah, uh, you only want one? No problem. Because <laughs> no we'll, we'll take care of the rest. Exactly. Yeah, and try cooking it in different ways. Yep. 
like I'm I'm not a huge asparagus guy, yeah. but uh, if I saute that in some chili oil and some chili flakes and just See, spice it up, that works for you. Your kids in this in, the, in their dairy free house, mm. um, cheese sauce. There you go. Cheese sauce is the vegetable equalizer because yeah. <laughs> kids will go through a great length of things to consume more cheese. Not that they need to consume. I guess more it, cheese. it kind of uh, it wipes out the the bitterness yeah. a bit. Yeah, kind of masks it exactly. And then the other is uh, the uh, along the other side. Instead of instead of cooking in different ways and uh, trying to change the flavor, uh, puree, yeah, right, blended in stuff. Well, it's like like babies. Like they're. Yep. I mean, the world to them is just like it's like feeding them broken glass because mm-hmm. it's so in, intense. It's like babies. Everything. Yep. Babies eat like mashed up bananas. Yeah, and they're and, and they're bland stuff. And they're gold. They're goldfish like memory. Yeah, you know, you give them the slice of lemon, and they go, "Whoa, that was terrible!" And then they go, "Oh, what's this thing on my tray?" Whoa, Whoa that's, that's terrible. terrible. If they don't like it boiled too much, you know, yep. saute it with something yep. else, or try just change format. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily the food all the time. It might just be the way you're cooking it. Yep. Like there's there's stuff I'll make that our kids are like, and eh, no, <laughs> I will only eat carrots in this level of texture. Right. consistency and i'm like fine i can boil or whatever cook them in that way yep but yeah i mean some people have like one button boil mm-hmm. vegetables boil but mm-hmm. i mean boil vegetables eh fry them steam steam them try yeah. something else yeah like you said don't force them it nope to, it's just going to create hatred and mm-hmm. dislike and mm-hmm. resentment and you're going to pay for therapist bills and it sucks yep no one wins there is no winner and then you talk about putting a little bit on the plate uh like for my kids and my wife they none of them can handle spicy food Hmm. so i have over the last five years been on a campaign where i've been slowly ramping up the spiciness yeah of of the foods i cook so that i can enjoy more spicy foods (laughs) uh and and it works every once in a while i uh i you know you go too many notches up yeah and it's like oh you just ruined dinner yeah you know for them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh and ultimately for you but i'm playing the long game i'm playing the long yeah. game here eventually it's gonna be you know there we did uh hot, my my kids i don't know if it's their, their south asian heritage they can eat fire mm-hmm. and and then pour fire on top of their yes. lava and it's just you go through more oh, sriracha in your house than than i will yeah consume it, it is ketchup in our house yes. it's crazy we had family over and uh, made hot and sour soup and uh i forgot that you know, it was just like, oh, I can whip this up quick. Yep. Like my kids are like, blah, 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 blah. and then I'm watching our guests eat it. And I was like, oh, right. I forgot that other people don't consume this level of, and they're just like sweating and looking physically uncomfortable. I was like, oh God, I've just caused gastrointestinal distress to my lovely relatives. And then you said, meh. <laughs> oh no, I felt bad. But yeah, you, you kind of, you forget. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you, you forget that you need to slowly you got to know your turn audience. You got to know your audience. That's the key, right? Know your audience. Yeah. And you can turn the heat up. I found uh, you can turn the heat up if, and increase the sweetness. Mm. And it gets away with uh, true. a bit more of that. Or eat it with bread. Yeah. Like I wanted to have spicier chilies. Not like my brother and my dad like chili that's unconsumable. Uh-huh. Like the kind if you drop it on the counter. It like, damages Teflon. Exactly. We're, you know, I like some spice. Yeah. So I've been doing, I've been doing like a maple chili. Hmm. which has been it kind of cuts the edge yeah it cuts the edge it's still there it's still at heat yeah. you can feel it in the background but with the sweetness there my kids are like you know yum 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 so you're going for uh heat in the gut not heat in the mouth you just be like oh <laughs> god it burns a little bit in the mouth just not uh i think there's something yeah. broken no i, I went I... to the bathroom it's yeah. no i don't want to ever injure anyone no. it's never that and <laughs> you have to understand the level of spices we were starting on we're not near gastrointestinal distress no, no. at this point. Um, 
I think when, when we introduce new spices of any kind mm -hmm. or, or a new dish, one of the things we try to, I try to do, I don't know if this works at all, but it, it seems to bring them again, make them part of the process. So like I bring them into the kitchen yep. and I'm like, Hey, I'm making this thing. And they'll be like, uh, and I'll be like, well, check it out. And I'll, you know, get them to smell all the different spices. Be like, right. this is what all spices, mm -hmm. this is what time is or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it kind of gets them a little bit by yep. breaking it down. It seems less like atrocious mm -hmm. for them. Yep. I don't know why that works. Plus, with your oldest being eight, you, you, you don't want him cooking for himself by the time he's 13 so that you don't have to. And we're, he's starting to get into yeah. it. So, um, th yeah, I think I think with the, the, the world of MasterChef Junior, it's helped yeah. people's kids want to. Because I know other people's kids are like, yeah, my, my eight-year-old's cooking like a full dinner. Yeah. Like, what? My kid will make hot dogs. See, I, my, my, I was cooking full dinners by the time I was eight uh, with my mom. I've tried, I've tried. I'm just still so freaked out on the knife skills part. Mm. I'm just so freaked out on the knife skills part Yeah. that every time I try, I just can't handle it. You know, you could always uh, prep and do the yep. uh, prep part. I mean, that's, my, I think, my attack. Because I yeah. said this exact same. My son was wanting to make something more complicated. And I was like, okay, how about this? I'll be your prep cook mm -hmm. and I'll drone it out for you and you can make the food. I think what I'm going to do is just get a cut proof glove, hmm. um, which I have access to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. uh, and go that route, and then and then I that's can calm idea. down a little bit, and then you can have small mistakes where it's like, oh, that would have been terrible. That's yeah. why <laughs> that's why you keep your fingers rolled in, yeah. little things like that. Because I really do not want to continue cooking for them. No, three meals a day every day. They oh. got breakfast now. They got breakfast skills, but that's it. At least not three separate meals, which is oh, good. it depends on a weekend if they time their uh, sleeping oh, just right. Yeah, because one could be having breakfast at like ten thirty, which makes the one that woke up at seven. Who wants lunch at noon? Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole thing. I That, I think, is a good approach to get them get them all mm -hmm. just into the process, whether it's the cooking part of it yep. or planning part of it or helping make those decisions. And then in terms of, I think, what we've we've attempted to do is oh, just keep trying to mix it up and mm -hmm. introduce new things so that, yeah, I mean, it's good for us because yep. you get sick of eating the same stuff. Yeah, for sure. Like, I went through a while where I went through, like, a whole cookbook and just tried to cook. I did that, mm -hmm. you know the thing of just cooking something different constantly. And it was kind of horrible because learning new stuff is terrible. Yeah. But it was awesome because I now have a bunch of new dishes and the kids were happy because they got to try new things mm -hmm. and you figure out what sticks, what doesn't. Mm -hmm. But instead of just making, you know, French fries and hot dogs every right. day of the week, <laughs> which push them, I yep. think. Keep them trying new stuff. Keep us trying new stuff. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, if we get picky and only limit uh, our meals to certain things then yeah that's gonna rub off on them and they're be not a, gonna I'm gonna be 80 years old and just have a diet of like uh hall's mints or whatever those things are you know those like uh, no, i know no, no, i knew no, Hall's, yeah hall's yeah, yeah. cough drops, cough yeah, drops. Yeah, there yeah, we yeah. go yeah yeah but i just thought that was a weird reference all of a sudden i just thought when you know does the rest of the world have prevent... halls is this a canadian oh, thing yeah, I, don't I don't even know no idea yeah Strong. i would assume canada sells more cough drops than most places why because we're well, because there are parts of our country that have six months of winter where it snowed last week. We are not in that part of the world. Which, yeah, well, Canadian cuisine, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> My brain just started thinking. Canadian, like, Canadian cuisine, it's all high calorie, high carb, deep fried, yeah. everything. Deep fried everything. Yeah. If you've got any recipes that uh, or strategies for dealing with your kids and diet that are not deep fried, let us know. Uh, you can hit us up over at breakingdads.com. You have any other thoughts, Jeff? I think that sums it up nicely. Although, oddly, I got very hungry during this I one. know, me too. I think it's because it's, it's food time. I think that might be it. Let's go eat. Sounds good. Until next time, I've been James. And I'm still Jeff.